Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You are listening to the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. Sam Lovin and Joe Shasky, we're coming at you every week with all your best Giants content. Make sure you like this podcast, subscribe to it, make sure you're reviewing it. Uh, and most importantly, share it, share it, share it. Tell everybody you have ever met that they need to listen to the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. Before we get out of here, Shasky, uh, I want to bring back a segment that we really enjoyed last year. That's a little bit of three up, three down here for the month of April. Got the first month in the books here. So are you we'll doing start- all of them or am I doing any of them? I want no, you to do them go, all. Let's go back. No, you do them all. You, oh, do you them go back. All, all right, there you go. So I got my three. Let's start with my three ups then. Give and the me. first up I want to give it to is Anthony DiSclefani. Welcome back, dude. It's great to have 2011 Anthony DiSclefani, or sorry, 2021 Anthony DiSclefani out there dealing. He has looked so much better. The ankle clearly is not bothering him anymore. Uh, Maybe that was the reason he struggled last year. Glad to have him back on board. I am Uh, too. I am too. It's good to see him. And and for a guy that they invested so heavily into, multi-year deal, obviously was supposed to be one of the linchpins of the rotation. It's great to have him back right now. And I agree. He looks fantastic. Yeah, you really see. I think he, he's really got that feel of the slider again this year. He's starting to he's getting guys out with it in the same rate he was two years ago. I would like to see a little bit more from the sinker, though, but there's still a little a lot of time early. He's probably getting a little bit more contact there than would probably be, you know, that, that you would really want. But one a couple of things I really like what you're seeing from DiSclefani is the walk rate is down this year. He's getting more ground balls. Hopefully he can really continue that because, again, if he can kind of be a linchpin atop the rotation with Alex Cobb and Logan Webb, that's a good one, two, three punch. The Giants can get there. And seeing DiSclefani back has been one of the early joys uh, of this season. Um, next uh, up, I want to move on to Lamont Wade Jr., who is uh, – Really getting off to a uh, really finishing this month on a hot streak here, hitting 364 here in the last week of April, four home runs during that span. The speed isn't there, but he's playing respectable defense. He's getting on base. We're really seeing, I want to say he's back to late night Lamont. But he's heading in that direction right now. Well, and he's playing better defense first base wise than I thought he would. I mean, surprisingly, he looks totally rejuvenated. I mean, really only saw him for like three quarters of the season in 2021, but he does look a lot better. I would like to see him put the ball in play more often, to be quite honest with you. That's my one criticism. But you've got to love what you've seen thus far. Yeah, I mean, he's he's setting himself up. He's putting himself in positions to where he is. He's got a great command of the strike zone. I mm-hmm. do think you'll start seeing the contact come a little bit more. Again, as I mentioned a little bit earlier on this pod, like he's not too far off from the production that we saw in 2021. 
but improved a little bit. Like I said, more he's got more of a feel for the strike zone. He's only swinging at the pitches he knows he can hit. He's lowering the, the strikeout rate, and he's focusing on those in-zone pitches. When you start doing that, you're setting yourself up to be in a situation where eventually more hits will start coming. Uh, last up, J.D. Davis. He can play defense too. You know, they, they call him just dingers, just doubles. How about just defense? You know, there's there's so many great things. <laughs> can't say enough about J.D. Davis, who right now he's – I think I believe he's leading the Giants in home runs right now with uh, six or seven. Is, is he the most surprising Giant thus far? He might be. I, I did not have a whole lot of expectations for J.D. Davis coming into the season. When I look at that Darren Ruff trade, I'm thinking, cool, Thomas Sapucky. I think he could be a, a good part of this bullpen down the road. No, no, J.D. Davis has been the, the, the centerpiece of that trade. And yeah, he looked like a guy who, okay, maybe he's like a good bench guy last year. He looks like a lineup linchpin right now. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, obviously the power in the bat, but to me, just the way he approaches these at-bats, he puts together good at-bats. Like, that's the thing I love about him. And on a team with a lot of guys that refuse to swing at times, he mm-hmm. likes to swing, and I love that about him. Defensively, he's way better than I thought, though. Oh, yeah, defensively. I mean, the eye test tells it. The metrics tells too. He's their best defender right now, by far. Uh, and just that I didn't have that heading into this year. I no, thought he was more Darren Ruff. Not. He's he's the the four. He's probably their best option at the four spot right now. He's there. He can handle both corners of the infield, third base and first base, well defensively. Uh, again, he's another guy, a lot like Lamont Wade Jr. The strikeout rates down so far this year. A lot of guys on this team, you, you see these guys, they're striking out a lot, but the K rate overall is kind of dropping for a lot of their key hitters here. The one kind of concern I do have right now is that. Uh, 40% of his fly balls have been home runs so far this year. He's got a career rate of about 20%, so that will probably drop a little bit more. He's also not putting the ball in the air as much, just a little bit uh, – putting the ball in the air a little bit less this year than he was last year. But other than that, though, I mean, if this is a guy who you can get a little bit more line drive power in there here, hit hit more parts of the field, he's more of a pull and set in a straightaway kind of hitter. And uh, I hear the dog in the background. He seems to really be uh, vibing on J.D. Davis, too, right now. So. My dog is driving me nuts. <laughs> Give me the three down so we can get on out of here. Yeah, I know. Let's leave. Dog. <laughs> uh, so our three downs really quick. Sounds like someone needs a walk. Logan Webb, simply put, this was not a good month for him. One and no. five, a 410 ERA. I believe he gave up 11 home runs last year, seven already this year. He's hitting the strike zone a lot more, which is good. Maybe he's hitting the strike zone a little too much there. Uh, where's it, panic concern level? level uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how worried are you about Logan Webb right now? I'm at like a 3 or 4, at least for this year. This year it feels like um, he's just going to have to rebound and do the – Oh, my God, this dog. <laughs> driving me nuts. My dog is having a Logan Webb start to the season right now in the room. No snap on the break, driving me nuts, nibbling the corners. And when he does throw one over the middle, it's getting hit and it's getting hit hard. Oh. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
spring spring is here which means it's the perfect time to get away in the hyundai you've always wanted visit the hyundai getaway sales event where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning hyundai models like the tech-filled tucson and kona as well as the spacious palisade enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with america's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, well, let's let's rat-tat these last two so downs here. Uh, we'll do a David VR. He's not hitting well right now. Um, you see the flashes. He, I talked to him the other week. He's in a good place right now. The Giants really trying to work on him mechanically, but I feel like if it weren't for the amount of injuries the Giants have right now, I don't think David VR would be on the big league roster right now. Yeah, but I like that they're giving them opportunities to try to play through it. I think last year he would have been up and down and up and down and up and down. I at least like that we get in a chance to see him. And, it, and if it comes to fruition that he's not good, then so be it. Like, let's yeah. see it. I We've been clamoring to see young people. I want to see the young guys at the big league level. I don't want to see Casey Schmidt at AAA. I want to yeah. see him up. I want to see VR. I'd rather see him struggle than see, you know, player X who's 32 years old, who's got no more options in the minors, but you acquire him for no reason other than to, you know, get a marginal upgrade over a guy like David VR, who's 25 from your own system. And you want a reward because he was awesome in the, in the minor leagues. Yeah. I think there's something you said there. This is a, I feel like in the giants are probably in this battle of, are we a good team that can contend? Or are we a team that's going to let guys kind of work through their struggles right now, whether or not they're choosing to let David VR work through his struggles right now, or whether or not they're being forced to, He's being forced to work through it. And that you could take that as a positive. All it takes is a couple of good at bats to really get him back into form there, really get the mechanics in form. One thing I do like about David VR, though, is that you're the defense is there. He's been really good on defense. He's not JD Davis good, but no one's JD Davis good on defense right now. But he's really looked good, especially at second base. Yes. Watching the game last night in the yes. fifth inning, uh, there was runners on second, third, two outs. Bregman hits a ball to the left side of second base. VR comes across the bag. He's running to his right towards the left field line, fields the ball, turns around, makes a fantastic play to get Bregman, beats him by half a step. Faster runner probably is safe, but it was one of those plays where it's like, that's a difficult play to make. And the offense is struggling. It's so easy for a guy who's struggling offensively to just let it go on the field as well. He's not doing that. He's looking better and better every week in the field. And so he's able to kind of separate the struggles. And that's something you need to do as a big leaguer. Lastly, our last uh, down, I got to do it. It's a group. It's a group. Uh, it's a group pick. I'm going to go with the whole bullpen right yeah. now. It is not pretty right now. They have a 640 ERA, which is only behind the A's and White Sox wow. in Major League Baseball right now. That is not a cool. That is not the cool kids table. That is not who, the group you want to be in right now. Uh, they're giving up uh, about 1.6 home runs per nine innings, mm. also behind the White Sox. Here's an interesting stat that I saw. They're only stranding 60% of their runners. That is the worst in baseball. Um, Ouch. I don't know. Like part of it, you who's can say, good. Who's good right now coming out of that bullpen? Forget, forget what the struggles are. Who's good. David Alexander, maybe. 
Scott Alexander's had Scott Alexander. Yeah, and he his he's got an unsightly ERA that might be messed right? with the enhanced. Camille Duvall is kind of up and down right now. Tyler Rogers got victimized by Mexico City a little bit. I mean, the thing. these numbers are fresh off of the Mexico City appearance, which that's gonna that's gonna inflate things a little bit. But you got two guys in Ross Stripling and Sean Jelly, who whenever they've come out of the bullpen. You know, they kind of came out in kind of mop-up roles. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Rogers took a while to really get in the form. He's looking a little bit better now, but the bullpen's a serious concern right now when this was supposed to be an upgraded unit this wow. year. I didn't subscribe to that, but yeah, it looks really bad right now. I mean, the Rogers brothers haven't been good enough. Duvall's been erratic at best. And then also the victim of poor defense, like the Ostremski blooper the other night. Ostremski mm-hmm. comes up and pops his hamstring. If he makes that play, they get out of that inning. Yeah, so it's just maybe it's a little bit of a bad luck. Some of it, though, is there are situations they're putting themselves in. Yeah, it's called meatballs this, and then yeah. walking guys. Last year, they were very this bullpen was very good at limiting hard contact. Yeah. This year, they're one of the worst in giving That's up right. hard contact. And I just don't know what the fix is right now. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you can hope that Taylor Rogers and Sean Alexander pitch better. Or maybe you go to the minor leagues. Maybe it's a Cole Waits. Maybe it's an RJ Davovich. Maybe it's a Melvin Adon. Uh, it's but right now the bullpen really it's it's just not working right now and that is very concerning for a team that I think invested a lot of time and resources into making the bullpen not be the issue this year yeah and I was hoping that Duvall could take a step forward and it just feels like he's he's kind of stuck where he's at right now which is erratic performances but the one good thing is it does kind of feel like he's trusting the fastball slightly more I mean, that's the most positive thing I can come up with. (laughs) And you know what? Hey, positive steps are a good thing. It doesn't matter how small they are. Let's just move forward. Uh, Thank you very much for joining us this week. It's a bit of a longer episode this week, but we had so much, so much giant stuff. We really had to get off our chest here. So uh, for Sam Loveman and Joe Shasky, this is the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. We will be back uh, at some point next week, probably, to talk about more Giants baseball. Uh, they got the Brewers in town this weekend, and uh, I don't I don't see a, a, a turnaround team coming anytime soon. So the Giants are going to have to make their own turnaround. So until then, we will catch you on the next one. <laughs>